Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Sully, we're testing you here. We always play local Minneapolis-St. Paul music. When a lover of music joins us, Brian Sullivan, on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, do you know this artist? John Thurlow. Atmosphere. Atmosphere? Mm-hmm. Okay. Atmosphere. I like it. I remember is that, them. When, is there a, there a Minneapolis band? Dave, is it? Uh, yeah, it's a hip-hop duo out of Minneapolis. They probably had their biggest moments. Early aughts? Early, yeah, early aughts, early mid-aughts. Yeah. Uh, they were sort of in that same era. as you, you, you had sort of, yeah, okay. You had a couple of these, the Everlast type era. Got it. Got it. Yeah, we try to we try to throw you off sometimes. Pop goes the weasel, third base. Yeah, okay, I'm there. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna pay you a compliment. I'm watching Last Call uh, last night, and I watch it on a regular basis. And part of what I think works so well on your show is you will have very smart people talking about complex topics, where I think an individual who is totally immersed in the topic can be involved in this interview, learn from this interview, but also the casual person who is just naturally curious is also interested in the topic. And I think other shows is not just shows about the market, the economy, and part of what I love about your show, it it dabbles in other areas also where either they dumb it down too much or it's too insider. And I think you guys have really struck the right balance. How, how big of an emphasis is that for you guys when you're talking about what, what we need to do on the show? Well, thank you for the compliment. That is a very high compliment. Because my goal when we launched the show was that, number one, we're going to educate. We're not going to talk down to people. We're not going to talk above people. We're not better than anybody. We're going to educate. We're going to tell the truth. And, and, and here's, here's the one thing I said to my team before we launched. Everything I say, even if it sounds insane, has to be provably accurate from a valid source with a 30-second Google search. Because I want people sitting at home or listening on the radio, don't do it while driving, just like right now, okay, that if they hear me say something like, no way, and they go to their whatever, and they're like, oh, it's true. I'll give you an example tonight, and I don't want to give too much away because I want people to watch. I do this segment every day called RBI Random But Interesting. Yeah. Today, mm-hmm. we're doing, you, you read about, it. listen, climate change is real and it's a threat. 
Yep. Two and yes. a half years. I want to be clear. You got to say this stuff because people get all jumpy. Two and a half years ago, okay, we had critical low drought reservoir and dam water levels in California, Nevada, and Utah. Okay, I grew up in California. Like it's a real deal. It was terrifying. It was that's changed. And your viewers and listeners may not be hearing a lot about it tonight. We're going to show you some very good news. Okay. About what's happening out west. Good. And yeah. again, easy to prove. They can go source it themselves and be like, hey, they were telling the truth. So my view is this. If my parents would find it interesting and understandable, I'm going to do it. They're Perfect. my benchmark. Last call, CNBC, 6 o'clock. Set it up on the DVR so if you're not around, you still can consume it. Among the topics uh, you covered last night is Musk and what he's doing right now with Tesla. You tell me what Elon is doing and is he going to get his way or does he even need to get his way, as your guest suggested last night? I, Elon has a way of getting what he wants. He's the richest man in the world. I mean, a lot of people, he's very polarizing now. People used to love him. Yep. I literally have friends in New Jersey who sold their Teslas or said they won't buy one when he bought Twitter. They're like, well, he's a uh, right-winger. I'm out. And they literally sold their Teslas or wouldn't buy one because of Elon Musk. He's a polarizing guy, right? Yeah. So I, he, tend, he tends to get what he wants. Uh, he, there's no way he could take Tesla private. That's way, the stock, by the way, has billions of shares outstanding. It's the most important stock in America, not from like it's buying and selling Tesla, but because Tesla stock is layered into so many hedge fund options and what they call Delta One strategies. I'm boring you. I did exactly what I said I wouldn't do. <laughs> but it, it's, it's a massively important stock other than just buying and selling it. So there's nothing Tesla stock has to stay the where it is. We'll see what happens. It's a hell of a fight. Well, he wants he wants more of the pie. He wants more controllers threatening to take some of his other ideas elsewhere. Is that is that a simple way to do it? Simple way to say well, it? He's so, so this is what's interesting. He's trying, if your listeners don't know, he's basically they want to build artificial intelligence inside of Tesla, which seems weird. You're like, what, yeah, what does right. one have to do with the other? Well, it's manufacturing, it's robotics, but also the cars what they call long language learning models, LLMs. The cars are basically computers and robots on wheels. They're not cars. People who drive Teslas aren't car people. They're computer people for the most part. They wanna, they wanna get around in a different way. The cars learn. And so you use the knowledge of the car to help build out AI. And basically Musk is saying, if you don't give me 30% control of Tesla, I'm gonna go build my own AI thing, or I might, outside of Tesla, yep. because I'll make, I'll, it'll be successful. Everything he, Pretty much everything he does is successful. Twitter's got problems, but he bought it. He didn't build it. Ryan Sullivan is with us from Last Call. Okay, let me stay one more question with EVs. Where are we at this year? Where are we at the next couple of years with EVs? And then how valid is the criticism I'm seeing? Because I know you just tweeted something about this, where I'm seeing it on Fox and other right-leaning sites of all the issues – EVs are having right now because of the cold weather all across the country. Well, it's really cold. I mean, you guys, I heard the weather report coming in. I mean, it's 25 here in New Jersey, and I'm complaining about it. Uh, Spring for you guys. Yeah, sign me up. Everybody everybody thinks I'm sort of anti-EV because I'm I'm practical. By the way, I bought an EV. Yeah, you've told us that before. Yeah, I'm not supporting or I don't want to, you know, take a a poop on any one company. Um, you know, it's got, there's, there's real, there's problems, but I also have a couple of other cars. Here's the reality. People are blaming the cars. Some people are blaming the chargers. 
when it's that cold, like where you guys are, I mean, it's like dangerous, like you can't go outside type cold. Batteries just don't work well. That's not like some anti, it doesn't matter which battery it is. How about this? Take your cell phone outside. Take your iPhone outside. Leave your iPhone outside for an hour. Come back and see what happens. You're not going to have a battery. The phone will probably shut itself off or the battery will be drained. And that, that's the, the battery in your phone and the battery in your car are basically the exact same thing. So you, just, if you want to know how your car works, yep. the more you use your phone, the faster it drains. The hotter it is, the colder it is. Same thing. You made a point about President Biden the other day on Twitter, which I make an awful lot. And I, I just think even his most ardent supporters have to acknowledge this. This is a man who, as a senator, was on every show possible. I mean, if there was a cable access show, Senator Joe Biden made himself available. And right now, President Joe Biden, he'll answer two or three questions, maybe walking out of the White House, the occasional state visit, maybe the rare Air Force One, but sitting down with CNBC or the Washington Post or a a formal press conference, it just doesn't happen anymore. This is the president of the United States. They are making a political decision that they're worried what effect it would have on him and the administration if he would have one of his bad days. You weren't doing this as a political shot. You were just pointing out this is what is taking place, and people have to factor that when they're evaluating the president now and when they're potentially evaluating a vote for him this upcoming November. Yeah, and then, thank you. People get on me about it. They're like, oh, you're going after Biden. Why, why didn't you go after Trump? First off, I didn't have this show when Trump was president. This show is different than what I did in the morning. Yep. That was more of a straight thing. This is more we tend to come at it from different perspectives. So whatever. If, if the former guy ends up re-winning and, do, and does the same thing, I'll go after him. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, but I do care when we're not getting information that we need to get. As far as I know, I could be wrong. If anybody out there fact checks me, please, I'll correct it. I think the last live interview the president gave was in July, I, I think. I mean, he, by the way, open invitation to him anytime on my show. I'll come to D.C. We'll do anything he yeah. wants to do. I, I would be honored to do that. Listen, here's the thing. I got a lot of friends. July is stunning. So it's stunning. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I, I've, I got a lot of friends in D.C. I got friends in the White House press corps. I got colleagues in the White House press corps. Don't listen to me. Listen to them. They're frustrated. That, to get an interview with the president is a crowning moment in a journalist's life. I'm not talking about a short interview on a podcast or with a comedian with, you know, probably no, prearranged no. questions. Correct. Okay? That's very different. I'm talking about this is running the most important job in the United States. And here's what's terrifying. The former guy, by the way, he's not debating either. Nope. Biden has a real challenger in Dean Phillips. We've interviewed seven presidential candidates on my show. Yep. Seven. Okay. The two guys are ducking debates. I, I, I tweeted this out. I don't know if you saw it. And Frank once the other night agreed with me. My sources in D.C. tell me there will be no presidential debate. I agree and with President you. Biden, President Biden will say something like, I'm not going to give a platform to that extremist or lower or, you know, lower my office to whatever. We could end up having an election and not one single public debate or fast paced, you know, sort of on off the cuff. The kind of stuff the public needs 
They need to hear about it. So- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Public should want this. This isn't just a media issue. Because you're right on what Biden's going to say and Trump's going to say mainstream media. They're in Joe's pocket. Uh, I, I don't feel like I'm going to get a fair shake. I think Sean Hannity should moderate the debate, and obviously Biden wouldn't go for that. Okay, tell me why the market is down a little bit this year after really a phenomenal run at the end of 2023 and what the concern level should be for someone who uh, is paying close attention. Well, I mean, listen, we had two months of nearly straight line up right at the end of last year. So it's, yeah, and then we start this year, things change. Tax strategies change, fund managers change. Okay, if I was going to make the bear case, and I'm not, but if I was going to, I would say something like, this is really wonky, the the two-year, 30-year bond yields have inverted in terms of one's worth more than the other one. It's rare that happens. Last two times it happened were the Internet crash and the 2009 financial crisis. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but... If you wanted to take that case, you could point to these kind of wonky indicators like that. I think the U.S. market, is, the U.S. market's expensive. It's expensive. The product, yep. Everyone just keeps buying the same seven to ten stocks. There's a lot of great companies in Minneapolis and all around you that people just ignore. I think, I think European markets are a better value. I'm not recommending anything. I'm just saying, and you saw my predictions. And I think Brazil yep. will... Brazil will do well as well. U.S. market has just made, has made people a lot of money the last two years, back to basically where they were sort of, you know, 2022. But it's, it's come back. And if you just bought the S&P 500 and nothing else, uh, you've done okay yeah. in the last few years. You did very, very well. Uh, I always enjoy the conversation. I know your schedule is busy. Thanks so much for coming on, and we'll uh, reach out again fairly soon. All right, well, pile up the wood chips and keep the heater going, guys. (laughs) Yes, we will. Thanks, Sully. Sully, tonight, CNBC, Monday through Friday, last call. Check it out. It's worth your time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 